When somebody asked Hazrat Tukman that what brought you to this position? He was an Abyssinian shepherd. Like any other shepherd, he had that position in society who what a shepherd has. And then suddenly, now they are seeing him on this very elevated position. So what became the means of getting to this position? Obviously, it's Allah Ta'ala's fazl and tawfiq. But there is a system in dunya, like a person who makes an effort for certain things in dunya, then that comes generally. So likewise, a person has made an effort in sifat, in qualities, Allah Ta'ala opens a way out for him. So, when he was asked that what brought you to this position and the status, that for us to understand the status is enough to know that he is mentioned in the Qur'an Sharif, though he was not a Nabi of Allah Ta'ala, but he's mentioned in the Qur'an Sharif. So he mentioned three things. Now, these three things are things we hear about all the time, but for him to specify that these were the three things that brought me to this position in terms of the sifat and qualities, it makes it apparent and clear that how deep these things are and how often we we bend it from side to side, we bend it in ways which we make some tawil about, we make some kind of interpretation about to give ourselves some leeway to bend these things. Three things he mentioned, first was Sidqul Hadith, that complete truthfulness in speech, forget lying, but for example an exaggeration. Is this conforming completely to the requirement of truthfulness in speech? Obviously an exaggeration is not what is accurate. What is accurate is something different. An exaggeration is something beyond that. It might be an exaggeration in something positive. person exaggerating about himself, for example. He did not achieve something according to what he's talking about. He's making, oh, he's praising somebody else in an exaggerated manner. So that's an exaggeration too. That's also not completely conforming to the requirement of truthful speech. Or he has a some problem with someone, so now he's taking a complaint, for example, taking a complaint to the to Rustad or whatever. He's entitled to that if somebody is now causing some difficulty for him, so that is within his right to now sort the matter out and to now take the complaint if he has to. But in forwarding that complaint, does he keep to exactly what the situation is, or does he now add some, as I say, some spices to it, exaggerates it a bit, so that this can really be now taken care of, this person can be sorted out once and for all. So to take that complaint itself wasn't a problem, that was right, that was fine. But that exaggeration, that obviously went beyond the mark. So that doesn't conform to this aspect of Sidqul Hadith. So this is not just one statement, that truthfulness of speech and as we understand it, that we keep bending what is truth from time to time in various ways. So this is not the truth, truthfulness that takes a person to that position. It doesn't even bring a person close to Allah Ta'ala in any way. So that is the first thing to reflect upon, that to what extent is this truthfulness in me, in my speech, in my actions, in my thinking, thinking positively, correctly about others, whatever the case may be. So the first was truthfulness of speech. The second thing he mentioned was Ada'ul Amana, fulfilling the trust. 
Again, this is an entire subject on its own, fulfilling the trust and all the various angles of amanat. Not just confined to one aspect only, that a person fulfills amanat in terms of somebody's belongings, position. That is obviously part of it. But in all the various amanat of time, amanat of the physical capabilities Allah has given us, the amanat of the eyes, amanat of the tongue, amanat of the ears, the amanat of the heart, that he's thinking what is positive, thinking what is correct, not polluting the heart with all kinds of evil thoughts deliberately. So, this amanat. And the third thing he mentioned was, giving up anything futile. This is something to reflect upon. That giving up anything futile, to what extent do we try to come close to this also, let alone totally adopted. Futile, one is futile which is not sinful in itself, but it doesn't benefit a person neither in dunya nor akhirat. So if that is the case in terms of trying to get closer to Allah Ta'ala, that a person must give up things of this nature, then what about those things that are completely impermissible, that is haram? But the futile things are right at the border of what is not permissible. It might not be in itself sinful, many a times, but it's right at the border. These futile things are right at the border. When a person becomes accustomed to these futile things, for example now, a person can't do without playing games on his phone. Now that particular game, depending on what it is, that too is something that is, can't make a general ruling of it, depending on what it is, it may not in itself be impermissible. It may not in itself be impermissible. But this is the doorstep to something impermissible. He will, most of the time, a person gets caught up in these things, the next thing is caught up in something that is not permissible. So, if something is futile and to leave that out is, so to say, an essential requirement to get this closeness, then what about giving up haram? There's no question about that. That is something that, forget taking a person anywhere close, it will take a person far away and distance him away. These are things that a person who has gone to that point and that level, whose personality is mentioned in the Qur'an Sharif, and he is highlighting that these are the highlights. So a person who wants to gain that closeness in ilm, closeness to Allah Ta'ala in all the aspects, these are things we need to focus on very, very deeply and bring these things in our lives. Allah Ta'ala give us the